וסומך טוב את חגך ואוהי סוח סומך וסומך דו בחגך וסומכתו בחגך ואוי סוח סומיה אגוד מועד רבויסאי לעילוי נשמס אימי מוירוס סירוס בסמורדכאי Today's breakfast is sponsored by Mayor Planka from Toronto He's here with us It's the second day of Yonta for him and by Leon Welcher from South Africa. Also, it's Yelta for you, Leon. For now, he's living here. And for Brochat, Slochen, Gesund, for the Brightman and Planka families, thank you to Rebelli and the team, Gut Yontif. Or for us, Gut Moyed. In honor of David Zlatnik, F. 200, very good. Akiva Sokowitz, F. 94, very good. Shalom Rand, F. 202. Anybody know Dr. Factor's number? RBS. Shmonechad. Shmonechad. Shmuli. Shmuli. Davidovich. Davidovich. Shmuli Davidowitz, B202, and the official eight-minute daf Yoimi committee. Rabbi Isai, just a, a few notes here. So you can see over here, this is 100% Sukkot Sheira. There's good Asik Mechitzta. These are kosher walls, 100% good Asik Mechitzta goes up to the Schach. That's number one. The, over there, there's Tzilasa, I mean, Tzilasa Merubim Chamasa with the Kosher Schach that's on top of those slats. Over here, you don't even need to come onto it. This is the new section. This half of the porch is brand new for today. Some say you can't cook in the sukkah. I say you probably can make omelets. It's a, it's a hush of a thing. However, just for those, we took off, we removed the Schach right above the omelet station. Talking about the omelet station, a big round of applause from Meshachayim Stefanski. 
He's been with us for three years. He still does the daf, believe it or not. I fahir him once in a while. He still does the daf. He works really hard in Yerushalayim, but on the way to Yerushalayim, he watches the daf. And also, it, it, there's another reason why there's no schach. You can see the smoke coming right out of there. It's a beauty. Mordechai Seltzer, where is he? He's here today. He left already? Okay, we caught him. But he, he's here for, I don't know, three, four hours setting up. Welcome to all the guests from near and far, a bunch of people from Yerushalayim, from, uh, where else do we have? Yad bin Yamin. <laughs> all right, moving on. Sponsored by Chaim, in honor of rebellion. Anybody remember Chaim? Chaim is the one that gave $1,000 to Shmuel Eluad, who's not here in the sukkah today. He's probably collecting for... <laughs> By Moshe Braun, it's, it came out a little funny, so I'm going to try my best. Lilinishmas, my grandfather, from Avir ben Yaakov Akoyin, a World War II vet. His ship got torpedoed by the Japanese while floating on the raft. He promised Hashem that if he's rescued, he'll put on tefillin every day and eat all in kosher. May the Torah be in his chus. Alan and Rachel Rabinowitz. Alan's here with us also. It's your second day Yantav too. Second day Yantav for him. Also from Toronto, right? Who's Schwer? Oh, that's right. Mayor Planck is Schwer. That's right. My father, Achmiel ben Moishe Yoyna. My second day Yantav. It says here, Mefurish. Yehuda Chef. My grandmother, Miriam Bashmiel Elio. Your side is Boy Bayoy. And the Zechen Nishmas, Sam Komarchero. Shmuel ben Yitzchok. Whose your side is Yud Zayin Tishrei. Yishkoyach. The boys said we're going to bench after the shear so you could eat all through shear. So, this email is from Yossi Kenningsberg. He says, Dear Rebelli, I'm still managing to keep up with your shear while it's in Masifta. Thank you for 600 plus days of learning Gudyantif with much appreciation. Anonymously, Zaman Yosef Kenningsberg. P.S. Keeping it in the family with Fixes Sreigim. Here he is, buying an Ezra for Noam. Now here's another one about our good friend Noam was finally back. By Ephraim Hod. Dear Rebelli, my name is Ephraim Hod. I live in Queens. As you know, Reb Noam Fix is here for Zestric business. For years, I've been plotting this little shtick, but never executed it. His sign reads, Fix Extroigim. But I've always wanted to add a we in front of it. We Fix Extroigim. <laughs> what do you say? Shall we create the first Zestric fixing location? Here it is. This is a store. So you should go I want to point out something. I need him. Okay. My boy say, you know what this is? This is approximately 350 emails. 350 wishing 360 for the number eight, one per day. Wishing me a good yantav, me and my wife. So I'm going to read some of these real quickly. 360. Some of them are just boring, like Gudyantif. Some of them are less boring. So I'm not going to read the boring ones. Shlomo Lazarin from Los Angeles. I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. If there's anything you ever need in Los Angeles, you can always rely on me. Rebitson. We saved the best for last. Obviously, he's into the Rebitson. He sponsored that whole thing. And we got yelled at. A guy said, Chutzpah, Ashir Torah. You think of Rebitson? Disgusting. Thank you so much. Somebody wrote that. 
Thank you so much for putting up with Rebelli's crazy schedule. The rest of the family, a.k.a. Yoel and everyone else, thank you so much for allowing your father to do what he loves to do. May this be a big schus for your entire family. Moving on. By Chaim... L- Ooh, no, that's somebody else. Okay. Next. I can find them. I, I marked off the interesting ones. Here's one. Avi Mandelbaum from Moreshet. Thank you for saving my soul. This one is for Michael Mann of Toronto. You guys know him from Toronto? Michael Mann? <clears throat> Origin from LA, it says here. Wishing you and your time family can see what's going on. That course that toy I have for you is endless. I hope I look forward to turning on your sheer each and every morning. The coming year should be full of continued bracha. Thank you, Yontif. I don't know. We can't go through all of them. Here's one from Moshe Meyer of Passaic. Thank you so much, Rebelli. Thank you, Ellie's family, for your sacrifice. Because of you, I have such a Masika Satoira. Because of you, my relationship with Hashem is amazing. Because of you, my relationship with Hashem is Baruch Hashem growing immensely every day. Because of you, I'm learning nonstop all hours of the day and night. If he could say so himself, he's learning nonstop all hours of the day and night. Because of you, Hashem opened my heart to Torah. Because of you, I'm in the army of Hashem and will spread Torah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hashem shall bless you, Nachas, from your children, grandchildren. Shalom, Bazizun, Avinis, and Mortamidim. Sikhasim, Toiva, all the best. More? There's only 360 of these. All right. Who said that? <laughs> You've been dying to say that for weeks. Here, put this on the side somewhere, please. Baruch Atah Adinoi, Eloheinu Melchayilam, Boi Priyagofen. This amazing Castell 2017, not 19, not 20, 17, sponsored by Simon Jacobs, 24 bottles. Over 5,000 shekel worth of wine we are going to be consuming in the sukkah. You're allowed to drink a stell in that because we don't have glasses for everybody. Yeah. If anybody wants to sponsor a breakfast. Rabbi, so yesterday I asked, I asked if anybody has a picture of the guy that walks his dog in Shemayin Begadim. You got to be careful what you ask for in the share and what you say. It turns out that the guy with the, with the Shemayin Begadim is no other than the father of Mordechai and Nechemi Seltzer, who are here today. <clears throat> Here's one picture I received, not from them. Here's a really good picture. <laughs> I mean, remember the guy that said the guy is yeshivish from Urmir? Now, if you want to, this is yeshivish, Rabbi Yisai. This is yeshivish. He's walking his dog with his tie. I'm sure, I didn't look closely, but I'm sure the back part of the tie is longer than the front. It's mamish, and his thing is like this. This is yeshivish. Oh, I'm not... It's equal. The long and the short, the push it equal, the back and the front. This is, you want to see, yeshiv- this is it right here. Now, yeshivish, it's, it's, it's a contradiction because yeshivish can't have a dog. But if yeshivish had a dog, this is what it would look like. All right. Raboisai, here we go. What else do we need to talk about? Same, pro- same program, same time. It's 48. Shir is supposed to start at 30. With a few technical difficulties, we're going to start now. How are you guys doing on Zoom? Why are you on Zoom? Daron Kornbluth. Why in the world are you on Zoom? You can have a free egg here. Okay, it's a kasha. I understand why Victor Fold is on Zoom. Because he lives... Avelos? There's no Avelos when it comes to Torah. He thought this is a party. Daron, he thought this is a party? No, Lalochi, a lot of beer. This is a shir. It's a simcha. I can't pass him because I drank wine. I'm done. I might be completely wrong. Ask me tomorrow. (laughs) 
So that thing was just to drain out the noise from the park. But I, I went to sleep over there last night I was sleeping and I almost got a cold from it. It didn't work garnish during the Suda, but it almost put me in the hospital with pneumonia at night because it hits the wall and goes down to the floor. It doesn't do anything, but it looks good. I mean, it actually doesn't look good. <laughs> it's like 40 years old. All right. We're holding Daf Chof base today. Um, yes. Daf Chof base, and we're holding Ace Bay. No, we're holding by Rava. Rava Omar, it's six lines from the bottom. The Gemara asked yesterday, what are we talking about? You can't do atmana. Here's a picture of atmana somewhat. There's a literal atmana, like burying it in the ground. Now, if there's an Erev Tafshilin, why can't you do this from Yontif to Shabbos? If there's no Erev Tafshilin, then why does Basil say you could do it? What's the Machlaikis? Yesterday, we saw one shot that there's no Erev Tafshilin. The guy's going to die. He's going to pass out. So he's allowed to make you got to make him one bread, one this, and a little bit of water. Rava Omar, Chavbez Omadalef, Lo'elom Shiniach. There is a Erev Tavshil, Mishaniyat, Tmona, Demucham, Milsa, Dadaita, Deshaf, Sika, Ovid. Tmona is different. Why are you burying? Because the only time you would actually try to insulate that water is for Shabbos. So in Melo, it's very different. Anytime that it's that it's obvious like that, Basil are gonna say it's okay. And Bishama say, since it's obvious that it's for Shabbos, it's not it's not good. If you remember in the beginning of the Sechta, we could ask, oh Eliakim is here. Rabbi Eliakim. He's preparing now six hundred daf. He's working on six hundred daf, and Laibi is here also. Where in the Masechta does it say this Machloik is over here? This Halacha, I should say. Don't look on the side, on the Aleph. Don't look over there. So you recall, every type of food needs its own Erev. If you're going to bake, you need to make an Erev for baking. An Erev made out of a Machol, that's a Fiyah. If you're going to cook, put something for cooking. If you're going to do Atmana, you have to make Hatman, I'm going to take this off. I hope you don't mind. Shtickle hot here in Eretz Yisrael. It's almost 90 degrees. 82 degrees right now in the sukkah. Okay. Yeah. Yeshivish. Yeah, that's how it goes. What is this? A fourth one? No, you do. This is a record. We're getting, we're getting bigger and bigger. There's four mics now. Look at this. This mouse looks ridiculous. It comes a point when it's just, you know what, let's just do it like this. I think this is much cooler. <laughs> Don't mind this. Okay. Okay. So, thank you. Could somebody stand right here and just wave something at me the whole time? Yeah, it's going to be too doisy. Fine. You have to do Atman if you want to do it. It seems like if you have a Atman going, then you're, you're good to go. What happened to the fact that if it's Muchach, it's obvious that you're doing Atman for Shabbos, 
you cannot do it. Abaye has his own pshat, a third pshat. What happened was he did an Erov, but only part of it. He only did the Erov for food, for tafshil, for, but not for that Atmona part. You guys can hear me back there? No need for that speaker? Oh, they do need it. Okay, Baruch Hashem, I don't hear it. Okay, so everything works. Okay, I, I hear. Next, new sugya, new mesechta. It says in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to pick up a candelabra. My COVID, what malach is it? What did he do wrong? We're talking about something like this. You know those guys that, that have a lot of time in their hand? They built, somebody actually sent me when we were learning Shabbos. I think he built this guy, right? This one. Out of copper, piping, plumbing. So if it's made out of all these pieces and they came apart, that's the machloikas, that's the problem here. Not a machloikas, it's a problem. Why? The Bishaman Savri, Yesh Bin Mikhailim, Yesh Savri, and Bin Mikhailim. Ben Siri Bikalim. It's just a kli. Could you be over on building a kli or not? Ben Siri Bikalim. That's the machloikas. Says the Gemara, Ula Ikla Lebe Rav Yehuda, Kam Shame Zokev Lelishraga. Ula was by Rabbi Yehuda's house and he sees that the, the helper guy, the Shamesh, he tilted the candle a little bit so that it should, it should get, basically it shouldn't light as much. If you put oil into the ner, if you add a little bit, you're over on maver. Now, what does hamistapik mimenu chayim shumachava mean? So you would think, like Rashi, that if you remove some of the oil, you're chayiv. Why? Because now instead of it lighting for five hours, it's only going to light for two hours. Is that also? So Rashi holds it's a problem. Tyson says that that's only you're, it's only a garim lekiboy. You're not really putting it out. You're just causing that later on. It's like almost like turning a. Um, a Shabbos clock, you know, to go off a few hours earlier or something. It's, it's a gram kibbutz. So Tysus holds that as you're removing the oil, the flame goes down for whatever. It causes the flame to go down. When you mess around with the oil in there, so on the spot you're doing kibbutz. It goes from a very large flame for that moment, it goes down. That's the problem. Oh, so Rabbi Yehuda told him, Lava I, I didn't notice my Shamish doing it. I would have told him not to. Omarav, Keniva, Shari. To trim the wick is okay. So Dover Acher is the Lashon Naki of Tashmish of relations. Could you put out the flame because we learned it's also to have light because of a haftalarecha kamoicha. It's an Indian of Midas. Shamayir Badov Maguna. I believe, I didn't look it up again, but yeah. Am I right, Eliakim? Seems right. Yeah? It's not like a weird Allah. It's, it's Midas Taivas. And so, are you allowed to put out the fire? Omar Loi. What's what's the why is it necessary? Go to a place where it's dark. 
Okay, it doesn't have. You can put up a, a sheet or something just to, to block it out a little bit. It doesn't have the ability. He could not put it out, but he could cover it. It doesn't have a cleat. It's awesome. Now, we'll see tomorrow that you're allowed to put out a flame for Oichel Nefesh. And if you're allowed to put out a flame for Oichel Nefesh, so once you put out a flame, why don't we just say Metoich? Since you're allowed to put out for these things, you're allowed to put out for other things as well. So, very interesting. I saw Rebbe Chalim Vassiman answers that Metoich has to be that you're making this thing mutter. But let's say, in order for me to get somewhere to do a mitzvah, to, to benefit myself, to to enjoy myself, I have to go in my car. That's not metoich. I can't allow myself to go in a car so I could get somewhere. To... Over here, the candle is getting in the way of something else and it's removed from the actual mice that I'm doing and therefore, you don't say metoich on that. Oh, no. You cannot put out a fire, a piece of wood, in order to gain the wood, so you see here that if it's a tzorich yantif, I need, I want to make sure that my house doesn't get all smoky. I'm allowed to put it out. So, yeah, talking about yantif. So, this is a tzorich yantif. So our Shiloh also is a Tzarech Yantav, relation Tzarech Yantav. Why shouldn't it be loud? Omer lei, ahi, Rabbi Yehudi. There is a man the that says, Lochem, Lechol Tzarechechem. And that's Rabbi Yehuda. You'll have to do, not only for food purposes, but for any, any need that you have, you're allowed to, you're allowed to do these malachas. So in Meilo, I'm allowed to put out a fire for my house, and also put out a fire for other reasons. What I was talking about, I know the Rabbanon. I asked my question according to Rabbanon. According to Rabbi obviously, I'm allowed to put out the fire for different reasons. A person has a fire, on Yontif could he put it out? Now, the Gemara explains. Obviously, you can put a fire out on Shabbos as well, not only on Yontif, if it's going to be Sakonis Nefashas. You just want to prevent a monetary loss who you put out a fire. You can't put out a piece of wood in order to save the wood. So, here's a monetary loss. It's not such a big loss. It's a little bit of a smelly smell of smoke in my house, and I'm allowed to put out fire. So to save my entire house from burning to the ground, I'm not. I'm not allowed to. How does that make sense? Again, the Gemara says, "I hear Rabbi Yehudi. I mean, I know the Rabbanon. Of course, according to Rabbi Yehuda, I'm allowed. I'm permitted to put out the fire because I'm allowed to put out the fire for anything that's my tzorich, my tzorich yantif, and that's going to." Put a big dent in my if my house burns to the ground. It's a tzorich yantif to save my house. So Mela, that's not a shiloh, but my question is, 
Can I put that gooey blue stuff in my eyes for a refuah on Yontif? So they were arguing with me. Remember, if you remember, they're arguing with me what you could do. And I said, I don't want to get into it. I'm not a Rav, especially now that I'm drinking wine. I can't pass anything. Wine with bugs is also not bad. That's not bad. Again, don't, don't listen to Psaac. It's a very bad thing, wine and bugs. But there's, a, there's a, one, of the, one of these halachas I don't understand. I, maybe I'm not even going to get into it. But there's a, there's a halacha, just pretend there's a halacha that says, and go look into it yourself, that if you're about to lose one of your limbs on Shabbos, lose a limb. But it's not going to kill you. You can't be Michal Shabbos. Eh, look into it. I know it's, it's extremely hard to understand and wrap your head. But people say, oh, if you have a little toothache, you can be Michal Shabbos. You can do no. Avi's making faces. I get it. I hear I can see the face from a mile away. I'm used to it. He sits right next to me. I can pick it out. No, I'm already throwing his young. Okay, whatever. Everything's Sakonis Nefoshes. I say, if it's not a Sakonis Nefoshes, if it's not a Sakonis Nefoshes, doctor said he's not going to die. Okay. I ain't shum. But I don't like to talk about that halacha because a couple people went off the derrick because of it. So just, just pretend, I don't know what it is, I don't know that halacha well, and that's it. Says the Gemara. A few people went off from that long Shemonesri in Chanichai, whatever, there's a few. Hey, Chadikah Sakana, Kegoyim Rira. If there's a Sakana, it, some, uh, you know, whatever you call it, how, uh, any eye doctors now, stuff come, goo comes out of the eye. Ditsa feels like a, like a, like a, like a pin. Dama. It's blood. In other words, bloodshot. Dimasa, a lot of tears. Doesn't stop tearing. Who just told me this mice? Oh, the guy that, that was doing the work here, my Chavrusa's brother, Otniel, he's the, the bouncer on, uh, on Purim over here. So he told me that he was, he was using a grinder uh, to grind. And of course, in Israel, they don't wear you know, protective glasses or anything. It's grinding away. And like the next day, he's like in shul and his eyes are tearing nonstop. Just one eye. So he puts his finger there, it doesn't stop, it doesn't stop. So he goes to the doctor, and in Israel, this is how they do it. They, they didn't look at his eye, they said, oh, it's uh, whatever. He made something up, he gave him eye drops. He puts the eye drops, doesn't work. So he gives him stronger eye drops, did not look in the guy's eye. So he goes to another doctor, and again, this doctor, she didn't look in his eye, and this is going on for a week and a half. Finally says, you know, enough with this. So he goes to an eye doctor, and the guy says, I'll tell you right away what it is. You have something in your eye, he looks at it, he gives him a local anesthesia, and he pulled out a piece of metal from his eye. So here's, here's this Gemara. Dimasa, he just told it to me, Yantif, and he gave it to him. It was, it was large enough that he was able to give it to him in a tissue and say, take this home. He was, and that was the first person that actually, actually looked into his eye. But Dimasa is not a good thing. If it just constantly tears, you see that it's, it's a bad sign. If he learned this Gemara, he would have known. Bikadachta. Kidachta is always like a fever. If it causes very, very, if it's very hot, the eye is very hot. And all these five things that just started, even in the beginning of it, then Then I know that Now there's a very interesting Gemara in, in Avadizar, and I know this because I learned Avadizar many times. And uh, the Gemara over there says that it was um, Rav Yehuda said, Rav Yehuda is the famous Talmud of who? Of Rav and Shmuel. He always repeats over Rav and Shmuel. So Rav Yehuda said, you'll have to put this coil in your eye on Shabbos. 
And Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda came by and he said, he's Michal Shabbos, don't listen to him. Uh, he doesn't know what he's talking about, basically. How could you put coil in your eye? All of a sudden, he comes running back to Rav Yehuda, you know, a few months later, he says, I need, I need call my eye, my eye is killing me. He said, the entire world could put coil in their eye and you cannot. Because you made fun of me. You said, I'm a Chal Shabbos. Now you're going to have to eat your words. And he didn't let him do it. And the Gemara says over there that Shmuel, his Rebbe, had a, a Amma that she was complaining that her eye was killing her. And nobody listened to her. And then her eye popped. So the Gemara says, says Shmuel, you see from here that the eye muscle is connected to the heart. And it's very dangerous. You got to take care of your eyes. And if not, they could pop, you could die. So that's based on that Gemara. The Gemara says over here, I believe, that that's why on Shabbos, you got to take care of your eye. If you have any little bit of, it hurts, it's this, it's that, you take care of it. Says the Gemara, So I'm asking, once it's already healing, you see it's good. And all you need to see a little bit better. You're having, you know, your prescription is off. And if you put a couple drops in, that's not, that's not a sakana. That's to see a little bit better. That's shtusim. No. But if it's a real sakana, of course you could do it. Just to see better, you're not allowed to. If it's already the end of the disease and you're just, you know, finishing up those antibiotics, they tell you to take it for 10 days. You're already on day nine and a half. No, you're not going to do it. So we see that you're not allowed to put out the fire in order that there shouldn't be, but, but you have to continue. It shouldn't be smoke that's mutter. So the Gemara answers, we already said, the culture of goes according to Rebuda, that anything, anything that's, that's L'Tzorech, you're allowed to, you're allowed to do, you're allowed to be Here we have another one that said that a guy is allowed to do it for you on Shabbos. It wasn't that he said you're allowed to, he himself let a guy do it for him. If you have a tzorich for a chodesh emisakon, you do it through a guy. That's if you yourself, the Jew is not helping out at all. But if the Jew is helping, how's the Jew helping? By you blinking and moving your eye around, you're helping that makeup stuff go in and you're helping the guy. You're right. Very good. But I myself slugged him up. I was parachim. Parakhtiloi, says Rashi. At the end of the day, if somebody does malacha and you're just there helping him out a little bit on Chavez, you're not over. It's going to get done without you. So he's over. You're not over. Amemer said you could even do it on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. So remember we had the whole sugi of Rosh Hashanah the second day, first day. Is it Kedusha uh, Arichta? Is it two Kedushas? Says you're allowed to do it on the second day. Remember this Gemara. If on Yantif, the first day of Yantif, somebody dies, you let the Goyim take care of it. Yantif Shani. And I think it's incredible, Raboisai, because where are we today? Yantif Shani. So again, 
Mamish, because Baruch was talking to us. Yontif Shani. Wait, wait, we have, we have a half a million here of Yontif Shani guys. They're shaking their head. They don't like it. Right now, it's Yontif Shani in America, in England. What? It's a knas. I don't care what it is, but it says Yontif Shani here. Today, today. <laughs> we'll see. Rosh Hashanah is not so posh. <laughs> making fun, making fun of the guys, right? They're sitting right in front of you. Mamish no busha. This is supposed to be Achtos Raboy side. It's a show of Achtos. You're making fun of these guys. The second day, even a Jew could deal with them. And we, because we made, remember, we made the second day of Yantav like a choil when it comes to a mace. Turning to Dach of Bezom and Bez, Masha'en came be When it comes to an egg, you can't use the egg. Why? Because we say it's Kiddush Achas. So over here also, if by an egg, you can't use an egg that was born, that was laid the day before, why? Because it's Kiddush Achas. So too, you shouldn't be able to do Kachal. shouldn't be able to do a dead person. This is one thing. And putting makeup in your eyes is another thing. Sponsored by MDY. Tell him I heard myself now. Oh, somebody put that up? Oh. Sponsored by the MDY Tell him group. For all those who need to do him refusing shoes, please join us. At the, I was saying to myself, wow, I have such a loud voice. I promise I can hear myself booming. You know, it's a speaker. Sponsored by Manhattan. What's his name, Hillel? Say, say it again. Kosh Nud. Kosh Nud. Anybody have a pen here? It doesn't matter. I don't know. I need a, it's like an art school for an art school. Natan Kosh Nud. For his host, for my children, Ayakola Ben Devara and Yisrael Yaakov Ben Devara, that they should both do well in Yisrael. I have a cheshik for Torah mitzvahs in Yerushalayim. Omar Leh. Anok in our doors, really. Da'amri af bebeitzo. I also think in our door that Yontav Shani, you're allowed to do melachas even with an egg, even with koil. What are you going to say that's going to make Elul 30 days? <clears throat> Please don't go through there. What are you going to say? That Elul is 30 days. Come, you know, I can't do a share without you, Nachman. Come sit down next to me. It's kids' coach, for sure. Maybe they'll make a 30-day Elul. And now what? The second day of Rosh Hashanah is really the true day Raisa. Never even happened. And Memela, you're allowed to do Melacha, even Bebeitza, the Khail on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Ben Ivan Peter greets in Elri Kikin, says the Mishnah, what's the matter? What? Says the Gemara, Ben Ivan Peter greets in Elri Kikin, Tonor Rabbana. The Gemara now understands that we're talking about the problem of Chomets, and if it's very, very large, it's going to become Chomets. Ubeisil Matirim, and we still say it's not a problem. What does it mean, a large bread? So, 
Here's a picture of what the two shitas that we learned of. I can't see it in, in Zoom. Okay, here are the two pictures. One is like a upside down ches, and one is like a ship. But here you got a full tefach with. And why? Because it's called, we learned in Sukkah, remember? Lechem upon him. What's the smallest face? Tefach. Lechem upon him is a tefach. Says the Gemara. Omer Abu Natefach, she came to the upon him tefach. Masculine of Yosef, what is the raya from Lechem Aponim? You're talking about Koyhanim, and Rashi brings the famous family, the Garamu family, that they knew how to do it and they didn't tell anyone how to do it. Remember, we, the Gemara in the beginning thought that they were Sharm for not telling anybody, but it turns out they were pretty decent people. I think it was them, maybe that was the, the Ktaris people. Uh, what? The Zaftinas? Yeah. He says Shkolim. I, lo- I believe him. You say you, Moses Shkolim, I go with him. You also. But who was, who was, uh, it's the Ktaris people or it's Garmo also? Both. They're saying both. Great. Imamru <clears throat> If they said it's uh, in a very well done bread. Now, Rabbi, I think we should do this. But there's a lot of food on the table. The way it works is like this. You have to do 300 shifas and 500 bi'itas in order to make the lacham upon him. What does that mean? It's very cool. You should try it on the table now. You go like this, one, one, two, and then one, two, one, two, three. Let's go. You ready? One, one, two, one, two, one, two, three. This guy, only got a guy helping me. Let's see you do it. It's very confusing. Again, one, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, one, one, two, one, two. One, two, three. Now you know how to do Lechem Aponim. You only do it 500 times and 300 times and it works out great. But that's because you did it 500 and 300, 800 bangings. But if you're only going to clop your dough, I don't know, if anybody here makes sourdough? Yeah, but sometimes I'm trying to learn and it's like, bam, bam. I don't know what she's doing. What? You do it, Shimshi? It's a lot of banging, no? <laughs> Jonathan, come here. Get over here, Jonathan. <laughs> All right, anyway. What's the raya from this lechem panem? Lechem panem is, is done by Koyhanen. They know what they're doing. It's, it's very well done dough. How do you do very well done dough, Rabbi Isai? Yeah. Okay, fine. They have the best wood over there. You can only... Oh, here he is. Hold on a sec. Keep going, keep going. That's no problem. I have no problem. That's what cousins are for. Don't stop. We're talking about... Okay, it's getting confusing. Givaldic. So that's a sense of humor, this guy. <laughs> in the Besamikdash, they constantly had the ovens on and they were constantly lighting the fires and it was hot and it was great. It was metal. Okay. 
So anyway, you're telling me that we're discussing a very large bread. And because Lechem HaPanim was done in a certain way, you could also make this very large bread and you don't have to be concerned with chametz. Says Gemara, no. We're not talking about a very large bread. We're talking about a very large amount. Says the Gemara, Omar Barab. Says Rabbi Sheilis is Rebbe I had a very private conversation with Rebbe. Who's Rebbe? Umanu Rav. My Passover. And he told me in a secret, Pas Meruba means a lot. So nothing to do with a nothing to do with a very large bread. We're talking about bread that you could control from chametz, but just a lot. It was Rav himself said. Sheilis is Rebbe B'yichod, I asked Rebbe, not that re- the Rebbe was Rav, but Rav asked a Rebbe. Umanu, who's the Rebbe? Rabbeinu HaKadosh. It's called Rabbeinu HaKadosh, he didn't put his hands below his belt. My Passover. Pass Meruba. Pas, my Passover. Pass Meruba. My Karle Passover. Mishim Dunafisha Belisha. Okay, so you're talking about a lot of bread, and why is it called Ava? Because yet when you do, when you need it, there's a lot of it. Inami, Daitano, because that's what they call it. When you do a lot, you have a very large amount of dough, it's called Passover. So what's the problem? The problem is that's Yantif, and you're working too much. Nothing to do with Pesach, nothing to do with Chametz, you just told me. So even... In other Yom Toivim also, even in Sukkot, it should be a problem. We're discussing Pesach, and that's why he said Pesach, but Enechanami. This is Halacha, you're not allowed to make breads, a lot of breads, even on Sukkot. It says Mufurish, that that is the problem. Not a, not a very large one and a half tefach bread, but rather Meruba Biyantav. The official mission is sponsored by official reform for Brian Abbas, Yenta Dvaira, Afuah, Meshleish Dvarim Lahakel. Rim Gamliel said three things to be made. Mechabdin, base hamitois. Now, if you were to translate this word, what would you say base hamitois means? A bedroom. No, base hamitois means a dining room. So why is it called base hamitois? Because in those days they ate on, they, they leaned on their beds to eat. So you're allowed to sweep the floor. What's the problem sweeping the floor? You're going to smooth out the holes in the ground. Here, something like that, I don't know. I just got like a hookah kind of thing. You have the coals and you put the, the incense on the coals. is a soldier goat. Basically, you take his intestines and stuff, and you put it, you wrap it around like a soul. You take off his, his legs, you put it on the side over here. This is a Gdimakulos. You see, everything is right here. His, four, his, his legs, his Gdimakulos. That's how they do the carbon Pesach. Now, what is the issue? The issue is that we're talking about after the Churban Abayas. There's no more carbon Pesach. And if we allow you to do this, Zechel Churban, people might think that you're making carbon Pesach. We don't want you to do that. So he says, you're allowed to. Because of all these things. First of all, I'm concerned that you're going to be I'm concerned that the, the incense is any shovel chal nefesh. You can't just do something on Yantif that a few weirdos do, uh, a few 
hookah guys. Not everybody is hookah. Not everybody wants their, their, their clothes to smell a certain way. So that's not shovel chol nefesh. You don't do it. And again, the gedim is a problem of getting confused with the carbon gamer. The whole problem is to put the incense in your clothes. That's problematic. But in order to, to, that the room should smell good, that's very similar to eating. It's, it gives my whole body enjoyment. It says you should not sweep the living room, the dining room. And Rim Gamliel said, Who is Bart Sadok's father? Tzadik. Because he's the Rebbe Lezer of Tzadik, is, Tzadik was his father. And he said that my father went into Beis Rungamliel. They wouldn't sweep. They would do it before Yantav. And they put, they would cover the floor. Then later on, they'd come and reveal the floor. And you see, then the floor was swept well. So, if that's the case, then what's the problem? You're allowed to do that even for Shabbos. You're allowed to uncover a floor. So my father going to They wouldn't allow to put the incense on Yantav. I figured I, I couldn't really find. You, you take you take a, a bunch of uh, incense like the smoke and you trap it. You know, like they, they said the yeshiva guys used to put the smoke, cigarette smoke, in bottles, and on Shabbos they would open up and smoke. Uh, it's, I have a much simpler way. This is what it is today. You take the smell, you put it in a bottle, you give a spritz. This is what they used to do, but they didn't know how to do it then. So they would try to capture that that smell in a, in a metal thing, and then they open it up on. Shabbos. If that's the case, then there shouldn't be a problem even on Shabbos. So, Ravasi says that according to everybody, what's the problem? Ravasi said that according to everybody, that's how he starts off the sugi. According to everybody, your machloikis is only to put the smell, the good smell, in the clothing. But according to everybody, if you want to make a nice smell in a room, that's 100% fine. We see that's problematic. It's not 100% fine. Why are you telling me it's 100% fine? They told him no. If that's the case, then you're allowed to do it even. It's not fine. Says the Gemara, itmar, itmar. Omar Avasi, machloikis He didn't say the machloikis is on. On, on the gamer to, to do it on the clothing, fakir. He said, there is a machloikis, like we just mentioned, there's machloikis, whether or not you can put a nice smell in the room, gamer, osur, but to put it on clothing, that is 100% osur. There's no machloikis in that at all. It's not like oichel nefesh at all. Iboyalu, ma'u la'ashing. Are you allowed to smoke? You're not allowed to smoke. No, but over here we're talking about smoking food. And I know of two people in this room that have smokers at home. One of them is Moshe Stefanski. The other one is Avi Kamiansky. Anybody else have a smoker at home? 
You? Dr. Factor has one. From what? From your smoker? You have a smoker? What smoker? What was he smoking? So for those of you who didn't hear, he just said his son smoked his dog. You wish. Yeah, you also want to get rid of that dog. Yeah. So, are you allowed to take fruit or whatever and smoke it? In the name of Rav, he says it's Asr. Ushmuel, he says it's Mutter. Why is it Mutter? It's Archon Evish. What's the difference if I cook it up or if I smoke it up? It's Mutter. Ravuna Omar Asr, Nishim so by putting, you have the, the coals, and by putting whatever you're doing over there on top of the coals, you're putting out the coals. So on the one hand, you are lighting up the spices. On the other hand, when you put the spices down on the coals, it puts out the coals. You're doing two things here. Part of the spices are going to light up, they're going to ignite, that's mavir. And the other part is that it's putting it out. So why are you talking about mechabel? You should be talking about mavir. It goes in order. When you drop a bunch of spices on coals, the first thing that happens is they go out. Then some of them catch on fire and they, they, they light up. One more line. If you put it directly on a coal, it's osur. Agabicheres, mutter. If you already heated up this cheres, is there where it's mutter? Viraba Omar, Agabicheres, nami osur. On cheres, zazim shum, the kamoilid reicha. You're creating a new reach on yontiv, and that this new reach went into the earthenware, which didn't have any smell at all, says Rashi, and that's osur. All right, Raboisai, have a beautiful Yontif Moyed. We'll see you all tomorrow. Same program, same time.